you know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is us, those weekend golf guys. Yes, indeed, the second best golf show in the world. We I think we're better than that. 1,652,412 golf shows in the world. Number two ain't too shabby, you know? No, it's really not. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught last week's show or, or not. If you haven't, you can just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and you can listen there. But uh, got a little uh, comment from a young lady out uh, friend of ours out on the west coast juliana who uh, who said i we don't have friends we have friends yeah who, who said and i love your show but i i don't play golf because you know it takes too much money and i said juliana you have a lot of money she said yes i have a lot of money because i don't play golf <laughs> just one of the okay. myths i got it look juliana you gotta do something with it hon Go play golf. You can't just you can't take it with you. Go play golf. Spend it on golf. Okay, you got it. Come on. What are you, uh, what are you looking for? Everything's free in life. It's just live in California. It's expensive there. Indeed. Even the move, golf. Move to the Midwest where things are cheaper, and then go play a lot of golf. Exactly. Once you come out here, you can you can play golf very inexpensively. Uh, that was just one of the myths that we busted about golf uh, last week. And um, that's that's what we're going to be doing, doing a lot of uh, myth busting about golf because people have misconceptions big time. And, um, you know, we need to get yeah, more people playing the game. as well. It, they, they do indeed. Um, we, however, uh, this week are going to talk about some things that you may not have any conceptions about at all, preconceived notions or otherwise. And that's stuff that you do. Yes, you. And we know. Stuff that you do that just ticks off golf pros. Oh, time. yeah. <laughs> oh, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up, and we haven't even gotten into all of it yet. <laughs> we will be welcoming uh, not just Jeff Smith, top 100 golf instructor, but James Hong, another top 100 golf instructor. Uh, yeah, and It's amazing. They are going to be telling you all the stuff that you need to stop doing immediately. And you'll be treated so much better when you get there. So hang out. We'll be right back. Stuff you do that really ticks off the golf pros. Coming up on those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Back nine advisory board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join them. Do you love fall? I know I love fall. You know who doesn't love fall? Your crotch. That's who doesn't love fall. Because fall is chaos in your pants. You're overheating one second, you're freezing the next. You got to be ready for anything. And to do that, you need underwear that can handle everything, which means it's time for Tommy John underwear. And Tommy John underwear, you are that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Name a problem with other underwear? Tommy John has solved it. Their breathable, lightweight fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands. They come with a no-wedge guarantee, thanks to the non-rolling waistband and legs that never ride up. Plus, they feature a horizontal quick-draw fly. Hammock pouch support stops that awkward swing and slap. You know what I'm talking about, giving everyone something to be grateful for. You know what I need you to do right now? I need you to go to TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. Do it now. You'll get 20% off your first order. 20% off. It's at TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. All together now, TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. See site for details. 
And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith. It, uh, uh, you're you're back I'm, now I'm in back Edinburgh, at Timbergate, Indiana, baby, in Edinburgh, Indiana. And uh, we also want to wear. We also would like to welcome in uh, James Hong, who is another one of uh, America's premier golf instructors. And uh, where you're you're on Long Island somewhere, aren't you, James? Yeah, I'm over here in, in uh, Port Washington, New York, North Hempstead. Okay. Right cool. in between Manhattan and Bethpage. So which uh, would you rather go to if you had to go, if you're right in the middle, where would you go? Would you pick Manhattan or would you pick Bethpage? Uh, good question. Depends on the time of the year, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's getting that time of the year. We're probably more towards Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. I'll take Manhattan. The Bronx and Staten Island, too. I don't know. When I come out and visit James, there's two things I'm going to do, right? I'm going to I'm gonna have some fun with him, and we are eating some pizza. That's happening. Oh, That's yeah. happening, Lots of pizza. baby. Got to fold Lots it. Lots of pizza out Got to fold it and eat it. Yeah, and baby. Had an argument about uh, which was better, New York or Chicago pizza. There's no argument. Oh, no. Having Chicago's there's it's a loaf one. of bread with tomato sauce on the top. It's like eating a lasagna. I'm yeah, not, we're not talking about this anymore. No, not at all. What we are talking no. about is things that you do. Yes, you. Now, you may not do it on purpose. You may not even realize you're doing it, but you do it. And it really kicks off golf professionals. That's that's why. That's, have you ever had the golf pro <laughs> come up to you, slap you on the back and say, hey, let me buy you a drink? No, it's because you pissed them off. That's why. <laughs> there is a litany a long list I, and i i we in for this topic uh-huh. we have brought in the list keeper himself <laughs> mr james hong james because <laughs> because he's at a busy public track in a busy area of the country mm-hmm. the sheer volume of people that have the capacity to irritate the golf pros is right there in his lap. It's a huge number. Now, you know, they say everything's bigger in New York. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guess what? So is this number. Yeah. My angina is bigger in New York too. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, I, I stopped, I stopped walking the range line. It's just, I just it's a good thing I'm not armed. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff walks around with a five iron in his hand, man. So that's I know. (laughs) And you know, I I always have to scrape the blood off every few minutes. (laughs) Okay, so you you might want to put the coffee down. You both you both have lists. Let's just just let's what's number start with the easy ones. Let's let's start with the easy ones. You know. Golf Pro answers the phone. Hey, what's it doing out there? <laughs> what's, what's the weather like? Yeah. <laughs> what's it doing out there? Is it raining yet? Is it going to rain? <laughs> I don't know, dude. You got a window? Mr. Johnson, you live five minutes away. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You're in the parking lot. <laughs> what do you <laughs> What do you think? No, no, come on out. <laughs> really? I don't know. It's like, yeah, it looks cool. Can I get on? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at, I'm checking the weather app right now and it says it's raining. How is it there? 
<laughs> exactly. That's that's the lead-in. You know, this is where this is the beginning of when the golf pro starts to ball up his fist. <laughs> right? This is the beginning. <laughs> and there's some other ones. Guy walks in. Guy walks into the pro shop counter, and he says, uh, "You get uh, when's the twilight start?" <laughs> 3, 3 p.m. It's 1 30 right now. He goes, Can you hook me up with the twilight fee? 1 30. <laughs> twilight starts at 3. <laughs> no, no, with the twilights, because you probably aren't going to get in 18 holes, so we're charging you less. No, no, I, I can make it. We can get in 18. Would you charge the twilight fee? Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I could put you in on the T sheet at 327. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll put a few other people in right in front of you at the twilight. <laughs> and make sure that they're the slowest guys we can possibly find. We can. Oh, wait, is that the, the beginner juniors class that's going to be out there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, here we go. Now we've started it all. <laughs> all right. So let's say there's a teaching pro out there who has a program set up for people. Never heard Clearly of it. Clearly lists who these things are for. <laughs> and let's say a parent wants to sign his kid up for it, and it's already listed as full. What do you, what do you think happens? James, what do you think happens? Yeah, I see it on the website it's filled, but can you can you squeeze in one more? No. <laughs> can you squeeze how did it fill up so fast? Well, the <laughs> registration opened up three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Stuff like that. Yeah. Or or the uh, yeah, you get used to you opened up a hole. <laughs> the uh well the program is for six to nine year olds. Uh, let's see here. I've got a 12 year old. Can I put him in <laughs> or it's the other way around? It's like it, the program is for 10 to 16 year olds. And it's like, well, I've got a six year old, but he's really mature. Can we put him in that program? Mm -hmm. I hear he's really talented. Can we put him in? Uh, can we put in my four year old into your, into your 12 to 15 year old elite group? Yeah, he's good. It's, it's uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've been told he's really good. His grandfather says that his grandfather says that she that that he's uh he's very talented. Okay, he's a natural. So, uh, <laughs> I I keep telling the story about the father. This and I actually printed the the message out and framed it and put it on the wall in the office of the father who signed up his sons, his two boys, and for for a camp, a summer camp. And no problem. And I was processing the forms and I noticed that the birth date of the older son made him 21 or 22 years old. Oh, and the program is for 10 to 16 year olds. So I messaged him right back and I said, well, we can't sign up your second son. He's like over age. And he's like, well, what, you know, can he go in that program? No, he can't. I mean, it's, it's, he's, he's too old. He's an adult. Oh, it's, it's like, no way you can fit him in. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't fit him in because he's too old. And the father was insistent. And then 
Finally, I just said, do you really think your 22-year-old son would enjoy himself hanging out with a bunch of 10 to 14-year-olds? Oh, yeah, good point there. And the father explained to me, well, my son was going to drive my younger son to the camp. So I figured, ah, why not? Why not sign him up too? Uh That's just, oh, my my goodness. It's not even fine print they're not reading. Fine print? How about the bold? Yeah, 22 bold. bold. <laughs> if, if you're on the website, everything's in bold because of these things. Every time someone comes up with another another question or something like that, I, I go right to the website, add it on. I add the answer there in bold. <laughs> People seem to so think it's, that, it's, that. So it's like, yeah, the, but, but rules are suggestions. You know, or you guys have yeah, no idea. Is, you just you just arbitrarily pick a couple numbers, throw them up there, and you know what the hell. Yeah, these are not highway speed signs. <laughs> <laughs> these are things that actually get enforced. <laughs> you know, here's some other stuff, right? You, what, wait, you, let's just say. Good. I was just gonna say, we've got about thirty seconds, so let's not well, get involved in anything because no, cause this one's a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> You're going to have to come back and get this one, but just sit back and write, write a little letter of apology for all of the things that you have, all the times that you have <laughs> asked that question of the pro at, at your club. Amazon gift card to be better. (laughs) (laughs) You can do that now while we take a break. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us here, guys. If you love finding those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Things you do you should not have done. Things you have done that you should apologize for. Things you continue to do that continue to put you on the naughty list in the eyes of your club's golf pro. Here's some more fun. So we're teaching somebody golf. Dad brings the child and says, I trust Mr. James Hong to teach my kid to play good golf. Drops him off, stands there, watches the entire thing. 
and then after it's over begins to teach his son something different because the dad knows it's unbelievable the things that the dads know about the game of golf why did they bother bringing him to us to begin with the reason they brought him to you so they could hang out and get a free lesson their own self there's a lot of that it amazes me when they don't even bother to wait until you've left the ones that interject during the lesson are always a bag of fun. <laughs> so I have a tendency to ask them what they do for a living. And then I remind them that I don't let my accountant work on my teeth. And I don't <laughs> let my car mechanic do my legal work for me. And they, they somewhat get the picture until I ask them, how many people have they helped succeed in the game of golf? And why did they bring them to me? They can't abdicate their responsibility as the dad. You know, you can abdicate yeah, it's, the it's, part where you're hard not because... smart in that area. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can say, look, I'm the dad. I'm going to defer to the expert that I brought them to and paid for. Mm -hmm. And I will now be a good dad and take them out for ice cream. It's not just their kids. It's their wives or their It's uh, There's no age restriction required here. But yeah, I, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll ask them. You know, what do you do for your for a living and stuff? How about I hang out in your office tomorrow and tell your clients what to do or, or, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and sometimes in the moment of whatever it is they're, they're telling their child to do. It's like, why do you think that's important? It's just, what's the reason behind it? So once in a while, it's like, you know, that actually is not a bad explanation, but now is not the time for that. Or that's that I saw too, but that's not going to work until your child does this, this, this first then they'll be able to take care of that later on, right? You can't jump from elementary school into grad school in 15 minutes. But mm. yeah, they're, 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 that's, that's a pet peeve of mine as well. I just yeah. kind of throw my See? hands up in the air Let's sometimes. After, after a while, if they keep doing it, then all I think about is just, well, you know, there's another person I'm adding to my annuity right there. So, <laughs> No, it, this, this constant interjection from the, the parents or the fathers or whatever, um, you know, I see them doing this. Okay. Do you have any idea why? Well, no, I don't. I said I'm working on the root cause. Mm. So, yep, I see it too. I've, I, I have I've got a new I, one happening right. with kids these days here, and that is that they're going to two different instructors with two different philosophies. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a and great one? So they go to one instructor who's telling them to do one thing, and then uh, they look really good on the driving range, and then they go out on the golf course, and they look horrible on the golf course. The dad or the mom comes to me. Yeah, you know, I noticed, you know, little Susie, little Jimmy was doing this and they were really struggling. Can you fix them? So instead of me being able to help them and work with them, it's like I have to fix what they were learning in on Thursday in the lesson that they took on Tuesday with the other guy. Mm -hmm. I said, like, well, of course they're hitting the ball this way. It's because they're doing exactly what they learned in that lesson. Yeah, it's really hard to make people better. When you've got this problem of, hey, I broke it at the beginning because I've got too much conflicting information going on instead of one steady understanding of what they're physically built to do and we're going to do that. And then somebody tries to tell them to do something else. And now the kid or player doesn't know what to believe. So this is this constant glut of information of under this big, gigantic heading of things that golfers do that irritate us. How about the the basic premise of I'm giving you this 
simple recipe for success and you just added extra ingredients to screw it up. Mm -hmm. This soup now tastes pretty bad. <laughs> gave you the recipe. Hey, let, me ask, let me ask you both a question because I'm sure this has happened on uh, many times, but how do you handle and how badly does it tick you off when a parent or a spouse will bring you someone for lessons that obviously doesn't want to be there. <laughs> James, I'll yeah. let you start. <laughs> it's I, I, I let them know right away. It's like, this person doesn't want to be here or, or I, I, I will ask them um, whether it's a child or an adult. It's like, is, is this, was this lesson a gift? Are you, you kind of feel like you're being forced here. Yeah. Like you didn't really want to do this. No. So sometimes if it's a junior, uh, what we'll do is, is we'll just do stuff where it's one of those things where, because I'll, I, I have no problem saying like, maybe we shouldn't do this lesson, right? right? This is kind of like, you're, you're wasting your money here or something. And like, no, 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 you know, maybe, maybe he or she will like it once they, once they start doing it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll do some stuff. And most of the time they'll like it, but it's not like golf, golf. It's not your traditional golf lesson. It's kind of like, we'll just do some stuff. We'll play some games or whatever. And then uh, we'll have some fun. And actually, to be honest with you, I'll, I'll make fun of the parent, whether the parent is standing there or not. And, <laughs> and kind of, you know, let the child know that I'm on your side here, right? right. It's not two against one. Well, it is two against one, except you're not the one. Right. And yeah. same thing, same thing if it's a spouse. It's like, well, let's just kind of do this and whatever and let them re realize that, hey, I, I am not your like. So if it's a it's a husband bringing a wife for a lesson, it's like, hey, I am not the second husband here um, <laughs> again. I'm on your side. So it's kind of like, what do you find is difficult? And you know what you find in those situations is that the reason why they're seeing difficulty or they're having trouble hitting the ball is because they are doing what their husband told them to do. Right. Exactly. And if that's if. if that's the case you've already won them over because you're showing them that and that and that person will turn around like you told me to do that and i'll say <laughs> it's like well yeah yep yeah. there's 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 your problem right there right and point right at the and, person and, and they always go yeah like, oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then all of, you know that that rapport that you're developing and then what happens is at the end of the 30 minutes or hour they're going to be like you know that wasn't half bad that was actually kind of fun yeah. And cool. it's, 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 it was more just that they realized that whatever their, you know, their expectations, which were actually negative, actually mm -hmm. turn into a positive. You know, there's a lot of that, that I do with let's instantly go flip the script. If they don't want to be here, yes. how do I get it? So that the child or the person or the lady, it's usually, it's never the guys. They, they always want to come because they're right. trying to do this. It's either the kids or the ladies. So as James just mentioned, it's always they're, they're, they're failing because they're doing what they were told, not what they understand to work. So I'll say, okay, here's the stuff you were told by your husband, and here's why that's going to fail you. No wonder you're not having any fun. No wonder you wouldn't want to do this because why would you, and then you just common sense them to death. Why would you ever want to show up to a place that you're not having fun? Yeah. So let's go have fun yeah. and let me show you how it actually works to succeed because they always like success and they always like fun. 
So I flip the script on them and say, okay, let's go have fun while succeeding. Let's go show you why this works. And then you can go back and show them how you can beat their butt on this shot right here because you know how to do it better than what they do. And (laughs) instantly their brain is turned on to they know something and can do something better than what they were just being told by their husband who is irritating them. And wives, wives and spouses don't, don't enjoy rubbing it in. Come on, man. No, no, they wouldn't want to do it's, that. Come on. Like my, I have a weekly ladies clinic on Friday mornings and it's the same thing. It's anybody that's new. I start talking about, like, I'm sure you've been told to do this. You've been show, you've been told to do that. You've been told to do that and stuff. And, and all of the, the regulars, they're, they're, they're nodding their heads. They're kind of like, Oh, she's getting indoctrinated. She's getting her, you know, like, don't listen to the husband's speech and everything. And then whenever, and then when I, whenever I do a clinic and it, everybody's a regular, we start off with, all right, what were you told to do this week? <laughs> Let's start with that. <laughs> and, um, and, and it's funny two weeks ago in the clinic, I thought we would have some fun um, because the ladies have been enjoying, we've been doing a lot of short game stuff in the last few weeks. So I said, you know, what we're going to learn how to do today. We're going to learn how to hit a flop shot. And we, we did some stuff. We, we, we learned how to hit flop shots and was it perfect? No, but you could see that they were kind of like, Oh, okay. And, and, and they were, they were successful. And I said, you pull this off on the golf course. First thing you're going to do is turn around and take a look at your husband or your boyfriend. And if they were looking, see this kind of like <laughs> the look of amazement, right? And uh-huh. then, then they're, then they're going to think about like, did you do that on purpose? Your answer is going to be what? Yep. <laughs> like, how'd you do that? <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> it's easy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so watch him watch him go over to the corner on the next tee box with their wedge as they're waiting for the group in front to clear and they're gonna start doing like practice swings with their lob wedge and mm-hmm. trying to copy what you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, and this is how you turn the negative into a positive. But these are some of the things that irritate golf professionals because here we are and we're well trained to do a lot of things to help people get better at golf and have more fun. Mm -hmm. And yet there's so many people that get in the way of that. Is it irritating to us? Sure. Because it just makes the people have less fun. We're in, you know, our job and what we do is that we choose to do this. We choose to make kids better and women better and men better. We choose to spend our time and effort and energy trying to make everybody happier and the people who get in the way of that yeah they're an irritant because they think they know everything and they think they have to be the one to be the authority then why did they bother bringing them to us to begin with and to quote jeff smith people who think they know everything really tick off those of us who do yeah we'll be right back we are those weekend golf guys hang on If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks, waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then, and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around. Do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity. 
and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-1451. That's 800-705-1451. Again, 800-705-1451. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio. We've got a couple of uh, America's premier golf instructors with us here. Jeff Smith, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. And James Hong, who's up there uh, halfway between Manhattan and Bethpage, New York area. Do you see people like schlepping golf clubs on subways? Yeah, you see you see them with their little stand bags and stuff and mm-hmm. on, the, on the subways. Because like, there's a couple of golf courses up in the Bronx that are right off the train station. They get off, they cross the street, and there's the front gate right there. What I've seen in the news, this day and age, having a couple of golf clubs with you on a subway train is probably not a bad idea <laughs> for, yeah. for protection purposes. <laughs> Defense, you know? Defense weapons, right? Things yeah, that you play you golf? Do. No. <laughs> <laughs> Things that what you do you? that tick off you're a local golf pro. You have done them all, or at least one or two of them, we are sure. How about the obvious ones that that tick off golf pros? Being an obnoxious drunk. Isn't that redundant? Pretty high up on the list. Is there any such thing as a non-obnoxious drunk? Sure. The guy who's all lovey-dovey and falls all over you, and he's not quite obnoxious, but he <laughs> wants to kiss you on the mouth. Some of us would find that obnoxious, Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that that's kind of obvious. But it it does need to be said. Everybody wants to have a good time. And some of them think that being an obnoxious drunk is a good time Mm -hmm. and that they're not affecting other people who want to have a good time who don't think that being an obnoxious drunk is a good thing, right? Yeah. Sure, because they paid their money. Oh, yeah, those guys that decide they want to drive their golf cart everywhere because they paid their money, they want to use every square inch of the golf course. Like $35 entitled them to drive next to the green. I don't mind if people are are playing their music. They they've got their little speakers and everything. That's fine. But when you're putting your speakers on 14 volume mode, it's it's a little obnoxious. And at our golf course, like our our range area, our, our uh, teaching area, is right near the eighth tee box, and it's a long par three. It's a difficult par three. And so of course, like we're running a junior program there, and and all of a sudden you hear like f-bombs being dropped or something like that it's Mm -hmm. and it's not like they're it's not like it's hidden they can see everything going on and so this this lack of awareness that hey i better watch my language because there's a bunch of eight-year-olds standing about 30 feet away from me or you know 20 yards away from me and stuff and and it's like all of a sudden you see you hear them cursing and you look at them and you just kind of raise your arms like you know are you just not aware can you watch yourselves 
Right. And and sometimes they're like, oh, sorry. But then it's the ones that are like, what? What are you going to do? What? Yeah. They got to learn sometime. Yeah. They got that kind of <laughs> yeah. attitude. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, New York. Yeah, that, that kind Thanks. of obnoxiousness. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let's go back to the golf cart thing, right? The guys that, you know, the ones that irritate the golf course you know, the, the golf pros, they also irritate the superintendent and every other golf golfer behind him is the guy who insists that he's going to pull his cart off the path on every tee box and around every green, just in case somebody wants to pass him. <laughs> he's going to do it 18 times. And he's the guy that's wearing yeah. out that area of the golf course because he does it his whole career. Mm. Those are the guys that many of us want to just go break their hands and make them drive with their elbows or something. Okay. We used to have we a course that. superintendent here who would who would drive right up to your cart and just take your key. He would just take the key and drive away. And you had people calling up the pro shop and like, this guy just drove up to my cart and just took the key and drove away. And, and then he'd come out and you're like, well, you're in an environmental area. Don't you see the, the white stakes or all of the, the, the roping, everything? Oh, am I supposed to go in there? I was, I was with a guy the other day who uh, we were playing on a course and it had basically on every hole, it, you know, it had no carts beyond this point signs on the fairway. And I will admit that it was not at the most convenient places on the fairway. But what he would do is he would go up to the rough and drive in the rough down to where he wanted to be. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I kind of think this is defeating the purpose, man. You know, like Jeff said, he paid for that card. No. Damn it. He's going to use it. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That, it's like, oh, I paid. I paid for my time. I paid my taxes yeah. to be here and everything. And it's like, you know, I paid my taxes too. It doesn't mean I can pull down my pants in the middle of Central Park and go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Is that was you? <laughs> <laughs> you saw the video. <laughs> I thought they took that down. <laughs> James, how about some more as a teacher? Some of the other things that irritate as, as a teacher, you see things. You're one of the top teachers in the country and you have seen everything. What? Give me one of them that just bends you sideways. Um, one of them is is when they give a, a a laundry list for the other person to do. And like, don't forget to do this, do this, do this. Don't forget to do that, do that. Don't do that. Don't do this, do this. Don't do that. Then, like, remember, like, it is like that, and that's just the grip. <laughs> you know, like, oh, and when you get up here, don't forget to do this, do that, and like, do that. Don't do this, do that, and then remember, don't forget. And, like, oh, I like. And then, and then, and I, and of course, at the end of the, that long list, he comes and don't forget to relax. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll or, do it. Or the person who stands there, they, they have the club in their hand and they're with their, their legs crossed like, like a, like a 1973 golf pro and they watch you hit a ball. And then all of a sudden, every person's ball, every ball that you hit, they have a criticism. Oh, you know what you did there? Oh, you know what you did there? Oh, you know what your problem is there? You know what you did there? This is what you did there. Oh, and of course, you know, like the the uh, chalkboard, you know, nails across the chalkboard. Well, you know what you did there? You picked your head up. Keep your head down. Oh, oh you know what you did oh, yeah. there? Oh, yeah. Your arms are bent. Keep your left arm straight. Yeah. Oh, you know what you yeah. did there? Oh, you know what you did there? Oh, you know what your problem is? You know what you did there? You know what your problem is? So. And you know what it is, they're They're reaching back behind them, like somewhere between the two um, (laughs) back pockets on your pants, a little bit bit lower (laughs) and dead in the middle of those, and they pull out this thing that they have there, 
and they and they say, yeah, that's what it is. And the next wing, they reach in the other hand and they pull out the same location, though. They pull out something different and yet they smell <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and they're really kind of stinky ideas. Yeah. Really. It's just... That's kind of what that is. What they're doing. That, and that just perpetuates it, uh, bad golf. It, I mean, it, it keeps you guys important. No fun. Yeah, but but the... Well, James is just important anyway. But but as as a guy who comes from from that side of of the game, okay, from from picking stuff up by osmosis, by reading stuff in the back of the magazines, by listening to you know to guys on the golf course who have no business telling me what to do, there are a lot of bad ideas that are perpetuated by people who should know better. There there are some people with, sorry about that. There are some people with with golf pro credentials that tell you stuff that really isn't true or tell you stuff that you mean you like guys some of those guys we hear on television say yes stuff those, filling air with yes those types yeah. of people yes yeah those types let's just call one of them just let's just say johnny <laughs> just for like somebody who talks golf right yeah and, yeah. and Johnny says stuff like, oh, the hill is going to make this ball go left. Yes. Really? Because that ball's just sitting on the hill and the hill isn't doing anything to it. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I think, did I just hear that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, yeah, you're right. there, are, there are things out there that irritate the rest of us who are trying to overcome some of the things that are just being, let's say, <laughs> spewed out there. Mm-hmm tough and and you, you know it gets to the point where you're not sure who to you gotta, anymore you know gotta come you gotta you gotta compress the ball between the club face and the turf <laughs> mm. oh yeah i like that one too yeah. um isn't that like popping a zit <laughs> <laughs> yeah really <laughs> squeeze the two things together and then things gonna come squirting out is that what that is <laughs> Yeah, let's get. <laughs> yeah, you know it's that's compressive. That right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> you know that's that some of those things or. You know, I understand. I understand if it's feel and stuff, and but it's like you can't you can't translate feel into what's really happening. Yeah, telling someone. You're gonna trap draw it. You're gonna you're gonna squeeze it between the turf and the club face, and maybe that is what they feel. Or maybe that isn't. But it's it's yeah. There there's one. Uh, some of the others are just like oh everything you know, like everything breaks away from Phoenix or everything breaks oh, yeah. towards Phoenix on the green. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, as like, I okay, mentioned so last are, week, you yeah. played played in Stone Mountain in Atlanta, and that's what everybody tells you. It's uh, on the green. Everything breaks toward the mountain. Well, no, it doesn't. Really. Like, um, <laughs> Breaks the way everything. the green says it's going to break, you know? Yeah. You know, I see this all the time. So this is another thing that irritates me because it's just a complete nonsensical thing. James said it beautifully. Everything breaks toward this and that. Yeah, they, Look, it isn't all going to break toward Ray's Creek, and it's not all going to break away from Mount Geronimo, and it's not all going to break toward the Las Vegas Strip. I'm sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. They build these greens with earth-shaping equipment, and they've done a beautiful job of tricking you. Uh-huh. So guess what? It doesn't always do anything. 
why don't you go walk on it and stop and feel and test what it's going to do when it rolls over that part? Because it's kind of like a roller coaster for your golf yeah. ball, folks. Okay. So let's not <laughs> things that irritate golf pros, stupid stuff that just constantly gets spewed out there like that. And on top of it, the ball doesn't break towards that way. And everyone is surprised. I can't believe that didn't break, Bob. <laughs> it broke uphill. Yes, I yes, can. It did. <laughs> Just real, real quick before we, we leave, how do you guys deal with the the euphemisms that we've all heard? And you, James, you brought it up earlier. Like, keep your head down. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes, and all kidding aside, if it's like a child and they're talking about something their grandfather told them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and say your grandfather's an idiot, right? That's just right. the wrong thing to do. But I'll say it's like, oh, you know what? I understand what your grandfather was saying. He probably meant that you should do this, right? Right? He he was saying it this way, but in reality, what he meant was keep your eye on the ball. You know, the ball goes out. You watch the ball go out like that. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think, I think you don't want to kind of like literally keep your head down. And they're like, oh, okay. And that way you're not embarrassing somebody. You're not putting somebody down. But at the same yeah. time, you're kind of redirecting people towards the, the the proper perception of what to do yeah and a lot of times it you know, is I just a choice the of context words. is important here mm-hmm. right context yeah. is always important for example um you know depending on who it is like james just referenced you know a grandchild and a grandfather okay that is a, a scenario that you, you're dealing with that to not um really influence how the kid thinks about a, a grandfather got it But there are scenarios that I work with an awful lot of adults. And when I work with a lot of adults, I can just break out sarcasm. I can break out humor. I can break out just a simple reality check in a dead serious tone. Or I can just go be calm about it and go, hey, John, do you realize that if you trim only half of your mustache, your face will look lopsided? (laughs) And they get that and they go, oh, yeah. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And you just point out facts. So you, you can pick different ways of going about blowing up some of the myths that can consistently get set out there. Right. Right. Without making them feel like the person who told them that is a complete moron. <laughs> Partial moron. Sure. No problem. Semi moronic. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes I do have to emphasize certain points. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> scissors and the knife. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're like going to be, be right are. back and, and wrap it up so that you can stop pissing off your golf pro when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you go away. Do you use golf for your business? Should you use golf for your business? Would you like to use golf for your business? Back nine advisory board on Facebook. Go there. It's absolutely free. Join now. You into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase.
increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's SPARK to 321321. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golfguys. So things that you have done and probably should not do, but will again, that really take off your golf professional. Uh, we've gone over a few of them. Just in general, what would what would you, you tell prospective people to be aware of so that they don't take off the golf pro? Just be kind. And, and ask questions like, is, you know, I've heard this about how to play. Is any of that true? Ask a question like that instead of bringing to them things that you think, you know, but you're really unsure of, because it would be great to have a relationship with a golf professional who can help you play better. Yes. That's what you're there for, right? Right. I mean, I'm not going to pay, pay you money just to hang out with you. There's going to have to be some kind of a positive <laughs> at the end of yeah, it all. If you're, you know? if you're if you're coming up and you're asking me questions, that that's not a problem. It's like hey, I heard this. What do you think of that and stuff? Mm-hmm. Right. I think once in a while we get that person. I know Monty Scheinbloom was talking about this. He it's like people actually come up and say, "Hey, I heard you said this." It's like like, the, and they'll they'll tell you how you were wrong. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like well, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they take things like everything, for example, social media, right? We, everything gets yeah. taken out of context. And then we're not sure what the, the person who thinks that we're wrong about it didn't understand the purpose of the sentence at that moment in the conversation. And next thing you know, they say you're stupid and wrong. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's to the point now where anybody with a set of golf clubs in a, in a smart smartphone can go out to a golf course and, uh, make a teaching video then put it up online and, uh, and, and people will watch it and go, Oh, I've never tried that before. Maybe I should do it that way. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of confusion out there and you guys are the, uh, the voices of reason in a sea of confusion. <laughs> uh, James, Jeff, thanks. Well, for, sometimes uh, we're the voice of humor. In the sea of stupidity. Yeah, live with that <laughs> fantasy, Jeff. Hey, listen, check us out anytime you may miss you may miss an episode. You can catch us at thoseweekendgolfguys.com, Facebook.com slash golfguys. No stupid videos there, only good ones. Excuse me. So don't do anything to piss off your golf pro. Just just go and ask questions, and then you'll find yourself playing some better golf. <laughs> <laughs>